We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Out of all the positions, can, can I feel real comfortable telling you who should be in? It's strong safety. Okay. You see him all the time. Troy Palomalu was a freaking rocket ship. Steve Atwater was big, strong, and you name it. John Lynch, out of all of them, was the least intimidating. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Rodney Harrison, no doubt about it, 100% should be in the Hall of Fame if you're going to include these other guys. This is Gresh and Fourier. The Celtics sweep the season series for the Dallas Mavericks. They extend their lead as the best team in the NBA going to 27-12. But more importantly... Chicken soup for the Celtic fans' soul after Tuesday night in OKC. The very definition of a bounce-back performance. Andy Gresh. The Bruins' overall goal difference is plus 61 through 38 games. The 1-2 gap going into tonight was bigger than the gap between number two and number 16. That is a dominant team. Christian Fourier. If there is an AFC championship game in the end that involves teams that don't have the same amount of games played, where Monday night's non-result factors into who gets home field advantage, we're not going to have any home field advantage this year. We're going to play the conference championship game on a neutral side. Gresh and Fourier right now. All right, let's go. On WEEI. All right, it is a Patriots Friday. Well, I just did a, for those watching on Twitch, I just did a slide right into the camera shot. I did the uh, the Chris Collinsworth as if it were Sunday night football. Well, we still have the uh, headphone jack issues. We're going to have to get to uh, worry about it. We're going to have to get boss man Laird on that. I want you to, uh, oh, here we go. Christian's checking all sides of himself to make sure that he's okay. <laughs> I had to do my hair before the show, so it was up for TV, so I yeah. was ready to go at 2.30 yeah. and all that. We're looking beautiful today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and if you're listening to us anywhere across New England on Boston, New England Sports Original, WEEI, oh boy, do we got a lot to get to in Fourier. Let's get right into it, brother. Right. Celtics beat the Mavericks last they night. They did. They pasted them 124.95. Big bounce back for the Celtics. Um, and really, it was the Tatum Luka Doncic battle that a lot of people were focused on going in. And big advantage, Jason Tatum, with a caveat. And we will get to that caveat. But Jason Tatum last night, Foyer, 29 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. That was the kind of performance in a showcase game that could win you the MVP in about three months from now. Yeah, I mean, no contest. If you're going to call a winner, I feel like, you know, it, it just ended on a draw because, you know, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Luca was like, 
I mean, he was not himself. He was missing every single shot he took from the beginning of the game to the end. I mean, he was you can obviously tell he wasn't feeling right. He was coughing into his shirt. He just it was it was off. He had to leave at one point in time to get his ankle retaped. Then he took a sweet time getting back in. And then he decided he wasn't gonna play defense, wasn't gonna do anything. So he scores twenty three points. I mean, like with all that being said, like he still scores twenty three points, but mm. his shooting percentage sucked. Seven of twenty three. Yeah, he couldn't he didn't hit a three pointer. Listen, the entire Mavs team couldn't find the basket at all. No, they the, the Mavs are not a good team. No, they're not. I mean, think about this. Like you, you when you look at the um when you look at the defensive rebounds, the Celtics had 42, 42 defensive rebounds, which means that they were clanking left and right and they had extra opportunities to get rebounds. That's way too high of a number. The Mavs shot 21% from 3, uh 37%, uh 38.7% shooting um, you know, uh, combined. That's like the worst, one of the worst shooting performances of a team the Celtics have played against all year. Well, how much of that was because of the Celtics and actually playing some level of defense that looked like last year? Well, I mean, sure, I'll give them credit, but there was a lot of open shots that they were just missing. Mm-hmm. They were just missing open shots. Hell, the Celtics were missing a bunch of open shots. You know, ball moving, ball moving, bank, clank. They couldn't find it. But the fact is, like, can you imagine if they were hitting their shots? Oh, if they, they were hitting their shots, they would have hit 160. Yeah, they would have put 150, 160 up. You know, it would have been yeah. like, you know, so to me, this was such a predictable outcome based on how bad they had played in the past, how embarrassed they were. I was just, you know, they didn't start off well. Like, Tatum didn't start off strong. Brown got into early uh, foul trouble. He couldn't find the basket either. I mean, it just was, to me, it was a clunky game, like, that was, like, you know, if you compare it to, like, a football game, like, you see those, 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 those games where the other team is worse, but the good team just can't put them away because they're playing bad also. It's like watching Baltimore and Denver. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, God, jeez, what are we doing here? Somebody win this game. No one could really, like, 20 points seemed like a big lead, but then sure enough, the Mavs would kind of chip away at it. And you're like, oh, it's going to be a game. No, it isn't. Right, they would get life. They go on a run. Celtics never let him back in. The no, game, really. there was really no hope. They tried to make it, you know, make it interesting. But to me, this to me, this wasn't uh, like Luca did not have his best game. So whatever. But Tatum was not having a great game either. But he found other ways to contribute. And that to me is what almost, stood out. And it almost ended up yeah. at thirty when it was yeah. all said and done. Now there is the guy that you, Christian yeah. Fourier, mentioned yesterday, and that is Jalen Brown. So after the game, <laughs> we find out that Jalen Brown wants to guard Luca, and he set the tone and shoot around. Here is Joe Missoula after the game. I mean, I thought our bench stepped up. Um, I thought Grant, I thought Malcolm were great. Um, you know, the great thing about Jalen was he asked for uh, to guard um, Doncic tonight. He got three fouls, um, kind of took him out of his rhythm in the first half, and I thought he did a great job in the third quarter of not forcing it himself but playing the right way and, and finding the right play for him and for his teammates. And so um, I thought the team really fed off of that. When did Jalen approach you about taking on the Doncic matchup? What was that conversation like? I'm guarding Doncic. I said, okay. <laughs> And when, when did that happen? Was it shortly before um, the game? Was it? Uh, no, it was that film this morning. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? What? What you? I mean, hardo move or just a little bit? Yeah, because right? Jalen Brown knows going in as noble as the offer was. <laughs> I'll do it, guys. Jaylen, I'll take him. Right, Jalen Brown also knew going in that all eyes were going to be on Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic. So, what it's is the like way? For Jalen Brown to interject himself into that, well, I'm the guy that slowed him down on defense. 
Yes, and it went horribly wrong quick. He got two quick foul, fouls, came out of the game early in the first quarter, and then he, hey, he threw up his rhythm. You know, he just, to me, like, that was the bigger disappointment, like, you know, as far as the matchup was going to be the matchup, and obviously Tatum won that matchup. Uh, but I think, uh, obviously, I don't know if Jalen Brown was the reason why Luka couldn't, you know, make routine shots like that he always makes. Like the fadeaway pause jumper that he shoots, right? Like he couldn't make, even at the rim, he couldn't make anything. And he still ended up with 23 points, but he hell, he shot like crazy. But Missoula was right. It wasn't for for Grant Williams rolling in, coming off his crappy game against OKC, not we, having a point. We and he jumps that. right in. Yeah, He jumps right in. Hauser comes in, he hits a three, and it was like, all right, you're you're giving us a cushion, you know, until the other guys kind of figured it out. But you're right, the Mavs are not a good team. Like, and I know they were bragging about this winning streak that they had, but you knew that was going to come to a crashing stop based on the fact that the Celtics are so much better. When you see the Celtics rotate their bench players and you see what the Mavs rotate, you sit there and go, there's not a chance in hell. Not even close. Not it's it's not a competition. If the Celtics were playing better and were making their shots. Like, it wouldn't even be close. Well, we also had Brad Stevens making money moves, literally. Noah Vonley traded to San Antonio. Okay, it's just Noah Vonley. Why is that important? Well, two reasons. Number one, you can now start to sign players to 10-day contracts. Number two, it does open up a roster spot for the Celtics for maybe a two-for-one trade down the line or something like that. But the other big deal is that... You save $7 million in luxury tax and, you know, I almost said fees as if it's like going to school, but you, you're saving about $7 million in luxury tax and you free up the roster spot so that it can be transient. And I just love the way Brad Stevens has kind of managed this team, managed it. Again, Noah Vonley. And by the way, San Antonio's cutting the guy. So who knows? Maybe the Celtics <laughs> could bring him back or string him out on 10-day contracts or whatever. But it's saving a chunk of money and allowing yourself to to make moves down the road. Let's get to the Bruins. And for those of you listening on the Odyssey app, you know you can take us wherever you go. But the Bruins beat the Kings 5-2, to two, Foyer. Pasta with two goals, including an empty netter. Yep. Power play goal for Marshy. Trent Frederick scored two goals. And look, this is a weekend run here for the Bruins on the West Coast, where on Saturday they get San Jose, who stinks, and then on Sunday they get Anaheim, who stinks worse than San Jose. So this is a great start, a great bounce back. I know that, well, not really a bounce back. It's a It was a much more complete game than what we have seen from the Bruins as of late. Jim Montgomery even noted it after the game. But Pasta moves up, Taylor Hall moves up, Coil Line comes back together with Frederick and crew, and bingo, bango, five goals, see you later. Yeah, so, again, that was like, oh, that's that's like the, the story of the day. How are they going to react? How is it going to affect them? Well, it doesn't affect them at all. The thing that stands out to me, Gresh, I was going to, like, update my notes here because the I third period. The, the you are old school with I your know. handwritten notes. Yeah, this what is, do you do? I know, I can't. I, dude, I can't type. I, I know you can't. That's well, why. That's that why. True. That's why. Print slash. So if you could type. You would just type it all out. Mm, See, you wouldn't. I don't know. You. You're better. I, under, your I, have, notes. A, I have a philosophy here. Like I sometimes I, I quarter. Don't it all mess off. with it. No, don't, I'm not going no, to. No, you're great. You're good. So what? What? What do you have? Well, the thing the, is, like, it's to me what stands out to me. You and Bill Belichick are gonna have to take all your notes and put them in a book and sell them. <laughs> I should start saving my notebooks to see if you can transcribe them. 
I don't think you can actually transcribe them and actually actually interpret them. That's you're, better. You're a chicken scratcher? Yeah, you can't. Okay. And, I, and you know what? I have lots of happy faces, lots of doodling. Lots of doodling. Yeah, that's that's actually a sign of something. But Is it? Well, yes. Really? I think if you Google it, they'll be like, oh, that means that you either like- You mean I'm a narcissist? Can't think. Narcissist, ADD, <laughs> Lots can't of squirrel sit moments. still. Worried, totally. about, worried about traffic driving in. Absolutely. <laughs> All the things I should not be thinking about. Okay, back to the topic. Third period scoring. I had like a whole number here that I kind of looked at. They just do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. They're down- it's 2-2 in the second, and they say, okay, boys, let's go. And they just they just score three goals in the third period. Whenever they want to just take your heart out and take the life out of you, they do it. If they want to, like, uh, you know, toy around and do a lot of jousting in the first two periods, it's fine. As soon as they need to kind of flip the switch and get into another gear, they do it with ease, and hang I on. think the other team knows. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you saying, Christian Fourier, the Bruins have a killer instinct? Would you call it that, though? Yeah, if you're saying that in the third period they have the ability to but flip it, the switch, dial it up, and separate from but another But it feels team? different, though, than because a killer instinct would say, I see a little lamb over there, a little baby lamb. I know I'm a wolf. I'm going to go take that that little lamb out in the first period. I'm not going to just throw it up in the air and toy with it and just let it think that it's going to live. I'm going to kill it right away. That's a killer instinct. But it's I feel like it's maybe uh cuz really like if 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 you really just start out like you end these third periods, like they would be out of the game in the first period and they would just there would be no life in them whatsoever. But it's really to me the killer instinct in the wild is what you said. The killer instinct in sports is final period, final quarter. Okay. That's I'll give you that. All right, that's fine. Sure. You that's, know what? The Bruins have a killer instinct. All right, so have you ever uh, have you ever heard this before, Fourier? What? Omaha! Omaha! Oh, no. We, we got it. We have a... Uh, are we alert? Are we an alert at the line of scrimmage? We're, we are on alert. Right now? Right now. And look at the time. What are I we doing? Know. What are we supposed to do? Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline Tell is them to hold on. Patriots safety Adrian Phillips on this Patriots Friday. He's brought to us by Town Fair Tire. For the best prices on tires, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Buy Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Buy Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. And by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food. Adrian Phillips is back with us on the Harbor One Hotline with Gresh and Christian Fourier. Adrian, good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Good, good. And let's uh, start with obviously the news of the day. Everyone in the NFL community has been, I don't want to say Adrian in mourning, but there has been an overwhelming level of concern for DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. You've played this game a long time from high school through college. You've been a pro for a while now. Just sort of what has gone through your mind the past couple of days after what we saw on Monday Night Football? Yeah, it was it was super tough seeing that. You know, it was a, like a tragic event. Like you never want to see one of your NFL brothers on a on the ground like that and going through what he went through. And you know, for a, that night and in the next day or so, you just thinking about him. You checking for the updates. And, and hoping everything's okay and hoping that you hear, hear or see the news that, you know, he's pulling through. And once you get that, you know, you feel better and everybody continues to pray. But 
you feel better about going forward and about playing. It's it, it's tough. It's something that I've never personally had to navigate through before, like this being my first time actually seeing something like that. So, you know, it was tough to see, and it's tough for your family members too because they're thinking at any given time, like, that could be their loved ones. So it's just, it's just tough all around. So, Andrew, were, were, was your game prep altered at all, either from an emotional standpoint or a physical standpoint up to this point? You know, uh, it it was a little bit. You know, I was obviously we were getting ready. We we're getting ready to play those guys Sunday, so I wanted to watch the game versus Cincy, see how they did st- stuff, and still, you know, have my iPad out and uh, do look at other stuff that they do throughout the season. But once that happened, it was just kind of hit for the night. You know, I just was kind of done with football for the night being and then you come in the next day and uh, we're still prepping just because we don't know what the league is is going to say but you know everybody's just kind of really taking the time to talk about what happened and check in with everybody and see how their mental state is and you know you don't know what the future holds for the for the game or for him so you're not really worried about football at the moment because you're worried about a human being, like you're worried about someone who's fighting for his life, and he's the main focus and he's the main priority. Yeah, I, I know, and it, and it is obviously a crazy set of circumstances, but there is this narrative where the Bills, almost like the Patriots, like you guys have a little bit more of an advantage based on, like you are connected, but you're not necessarily affected. Do you feel like that's true? You know, it definitely um uh, affects us obviously way different than it affected the Bills. You know, they were the ones directly affected by it. And, you know, we were just we were just the unfortunate team that had to had to play them next. So at, for the time being, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing like we weren't even on their minds as we shouldn't have been, you know. But at the same time, we're still thinking about our playoff implications and stuff like that, and and going in there, ending the season the right way, and getting it with a win to extend our season. So it definitely didn't affect us the way that it affected them in terms of you know playing football and going out there for a game. But emotionally, I think we were we were kind of it, it's hard to say on the same page, but I think we were all around the same wavelength because. When you see that, like everybody who plays the game is affected by that. Who's giving you the business in the background? There? That's, I got. I say McCordy. <laughs> How'd you know? I could tell. How I, did you yeah, know? I was like, that is such a McCordy yell. It like, did I, sound like I a heard it right away. <laughs> How did you know? That's crazy. He does that all the time. Well, he's got to get it in because if this is his last game on Sunday, I mean, Devin McCourty could be walking away. So while you have a moment here, Adrian, McCourty's giving you the business there in the background. He joined our morning show earlier today. He is definitely a red jacket guy here in New England once it's all said and done. But if it is Devin no McCourty's last game, what will you take away from being a teammate of his? Man, if this is the last game, one, I'm going to be pissed off because I I just feel like I came here too late and I didn't get to, you know, experience all the great years that he's been around here. Like, it, him, Slate, like, those guys are, like, great teammates. And once I first got here, like, you you hear about how great of a teammate they are and how 
you know, connected to the community they are. But, like, seeing it firsthand and Dez specifically, seeing it firsthand and all the stuff that he actually has a hand in and that he takes part in, it's, it's amazing to see in it. And it motivates you to do more because you see him out there doing everything he can off the field and still balling on the field. So, you know, I don't want to write him off. I'm not writing him off until he writes himself off. <laughs> He's <laughs> so, probably sitting right next to you saying, don't you give away my secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, 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 so game talk, right? So it's safe to talk about the game, game plan of the game. Big game for you guys. You win, you're in. Right, controlling your own destiny. Like, what do you you guys have? The defensive side of the football has just been, you know, been fantastic, especially non-offensive touchdowns. Do you guys feel a little bit more pressure as opposed to you want to talk about, you know, complimentary football? Do you feel like does the defensive side feel like they need to do more because the the offense struggles at times and can't get out of their own way? You know, we always feel like we could do more. And, and I think that's just the competitive side that we all have and the standard that we all have for each other. Like when, when we watch the film throughout the previous games and stuff and, and we see the defensive touchdowns, we're like, yeah, we're happy about that. Or what, we did something with the franchise record. Yeah, we're happy about that. But there's so much more that we could do. So, you know, fortunately for us, it all boils down to this. You know, win-win. If we lose, we go home. So I wouldn't say there's more pressure on us, but everybody's hyper-focused and and wants to be able to take the next step to to be a, a great defense, to be able to affect the game and affect the outcome of it. And there's no better chance to do that against a potent offense with 17 at the at the head of it. Like, like what more could you ask for? You know, if you if you don't love football, you run from this moment. But to be able to do this and go against this team on Sunday with the way our defense is at with the way our defense has been playing and with the opportunity that we have like we're all ready for it and we all want it Adrian last time out against the Bills here in Gillette you guys did a really good job of making sure that Josh Allen didn't run around and make plays necessarily but it kind of it felt like you were sacrificing maybe the ability to slow down the much more traditional run game. Gave up a lot of run yards to running backs. What's the fine line of taking care of Josh Allen but not compromising your ability to slow down that Bills run game? Yeah, I think the main thing is just getting off the field on third down. If you look back at our last game, there were plenty of times that we had them Dead to rights. You know, we, we were off the field, whether it was a, a flag or whether uh, someone dropped coverage and he ended up dunking it down and they ended up getting the first down. And then after those, after those plays, that's when you saw, like, the run game really starting to be an issue for us. So our main thing is, is when we have the opportunity to get off the field, we have to, we have to jump on that and capitalize on that. And as far as the run game, it's just a do your job type of game. When you when you play a team that has a running quarterback, it's do your job. And we did our we did better against Allen without having him run around the field. But at the same time, when they got on the center, you know we weren't technique sound with guys playing you know playing the doubles, coming down, taking the doubles off, you know staying staying in your gap if you're a safety coming up feeling if you're a corner for the crack or place. Like, that's where we lost the game. 
in terms of the run game. So we got to make sure that we do a better job on that and capitalize on third down, and then we won't have those situations arise in the red zone or at midfield. Last one for me. As far as, like, tackling goes, you're a really sure tackler, and, and especially in open field. Is Josh Allen the toughest football player to tackle for you, or is he one of the toughest tackles, right, that, you know, in the NFL? You know, I won't say he's the toughest, but he is definitely up there. Like, when he gets in the middle of the field, like, you don't realize how agile he really is. And he does a lot of stuff, like, with his head, like the head faking and stuff like that. So if he breaks through the through the middle of the field and you're looking at his head like you're dead because he does so much stuff. He looks left. He looks right. You know, he's, he's triple sticking. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then on top of that, well, he's 250. So he's able to, he's able to run through you at, at any given time. He's definitely a tougher tackle in the league, but you got so many guys out there like Lamar in the open field, you know, uh, Tyree Hill in the open field. That's another non-quarterback. Even Mahomes in the open field is, is hard to tackle. I feel like, um, any mobile quarterback that can break through the line and and just kind of make you stutter just a little bit is going to be a tough tackle for him. So, you know, he's definitely up there, but it's hard to say like he's the he's the hardest. Is there anything else with the Bills' offense that you guys need to really be aware of on Sunday to be able to slow them down? Yeah. Um, they always have something that you've never seen before. So when that when that play comes up, when those situations actually come up, we have to limit those because every t- since I've been here, every time we played them, we come to the sideline after they've done some type of play, and it's like, where did that come from? Like, what is that? We haven't seen anything remotely like that to film. So. When when they do, I'll just call it a, a trick play. It's not really a trick play, but just for the sake of conversation, I'll just call it one of their trick plays. We have to be able to minimize those as much as possible because if they if they capitalize on that, we're gonna we're gonna continue to see tendency breakers all throughout the game, and and, it's, and I think that's when it gets tough. Great stuff from Adrian Phillips. You have been awesome this year, man. I hope we talk to you more and more. Stay safe out there on Sunday. And uh, tell McCordy bye. You guys get a win. Yeah, tell McCordy bye. Listen to you. Right, get a win, and maybe we talk to you next week, Adrian. Thanks a bunch. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. There Thanks. we go. Uh, have a good one. There you too, uh, Adrian Phillips. Man, great breakdown there. Yeah. And at the very end, he gave us a couple of nuggets in there. There's a couple things that listen. I have a totally different. Uh, perspective on this game now from him or because of what well, we're hearing just, about Demar Hamlin. Well, just all the more information, the more video that we see. You know, I met, I asked him, do you, do you guys feel? I basically wanted to say, do you guys feel like you have the advantage? You practiced all week. They haven't. You're affected. You're you know you're you're not as you're connected, but not affected. That's different. It's you a good have, way of putting it. You have the high ground. You have you have an advantage. They're not practicing. Well, they may, but they're not concentrating. And you look at them, and the, you know they're you know McCordy yelling and screaming. They don't. They're not emotionally. Uh, they're not an emotional wreck like the Bills are. 
Interesting. Totally different. Well, let's. Well, that's where we start to unpack this game because the most the emotion is going to be a big part of it. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Thanks to the Patriots for getting that in. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. One of our partners, you know, when, when he asked, did we win, the answer is, Yes, you know, Damari, you won. You've won the game of life. Uh, and that's probably the most important thing out of this. And we really need to keep him at the center uh, of everything else that's going on. And we really want to ensure a good outcome for him. So those are the doctors of the uh, University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have now confirmed that Damar Hamlin's breathing tube has been removed He continues to progress remarkably in his recovery, according to the Buffalo Bills. The neurological function remains intact, and he has been able to talk to his family and his care team, and apparently he has been FaceTiming teammates. That's a game changer when it comes to the emotion of this game. Is it not, Foyer? It is 100%. We were just... I mean, there's so many things that advantage bills right you know like based on because i was asking adrian phillips like listen you've had all the practice time you have it you've dealt with it you've been watching it on tv but what what do you i mean listen you're not like it's not your teammate i mean you're it's the whole nfl community thing but your practice hasn't been disrupted your your coach is still in town i mean this is like you should have you should be prepped and ready to go they're the ones that are like mentally displaced not anymore because now, again, we, we kind of touched on it yesterday. Like, the better he feels and the more vocal and the more of a presence that he can become for this team, they're going to play at a high level. They're going to play. It's like, uh, you know, we mentioned the, uh, you know, that DeMar Hamlin's dad doing the Zoom call with the team. They were cheering. I don't know if you heard this. Like when the yeah. reporters that they were cheering and clapping and like getting all excited because it was like okay it's okay to smile now it's okay to play now that's what they were waiting for 
Yes, yes. The bubble burst yep. and they can breathe again. They can breathe. Yeah, I feel like that's so significant. I feel like this is going to be, unfortunately for the Patriots, like a massive beatdown. Yeah, I was of the the Patriots are going to find a way to win. The Bills are distracted, all that kind of stuff. And there was a lot of uncertainty as of even really 24 hours ago. But I hate to just lean on emotion because emotion is fleeting. Like they'll tell you, you know, they, meaning if you listen to self-help people or something like that, it is the, hey, there are certain things you got to let go so that you can move forward. But in this instance, you throw human emotion in there. And until you really knew DeMar Hamlin was okay, then it was the bills moving forward. No one else. I think the way you put it, you're connected but not affected. Yeah. And I think, but what is it going to be? Here's the thing. If DeMar Hamlin is now breathing tube out and talking and all that, don't you think that if he is still in that hospital in Cincinnati, there will be the, hey, Bills fans, three minutes before kickoff, here's a message from DeMar Hamlin after the national anthem, and that place is going to get whooped up. Those players are going to get whooped up. And we even said yesterday, I said to you, boy, if you're Belichick and you win the toss, you might think about taking the ball. If you're the Bills... That is exactly what you're doing. You win that toss, you're taking the ball, and you're trying to keep the energy in that stadium. Can I more? Can I give like a morbid, just real uncomfortable? You want to go strategy? Undertaker? Undertaker on me here? <laughs> oh yeah, really? Do I, I, would, am I your Paul Bear? I would. I would hold off on the Demar Hamlin, uh, you know, big screen address. Well, see, here's my thought: <laughs> big screen address this week. Well, yeah, week. you mentioned to the fans like this Him, week. In the building next week, if possible. Not even next week. So you're waiting until I'm, an I'm, AFC I'm title holding, game? I'm holding on to it. What if you don't get there, though? Well, I would, you know, listen, if I don't get there, I would make sure I'm using it for, I'm not using it for the Patriots. I can beat them on my own. But isn't it also about the fans as well, who also reacted overwhelmingly in filling the coffers of DeMar Hamlin's True. charity to the tune of, what, seven and a half yeah. million? Now, I know it's not just Bills fans, but still, I <laughs> wonder how much of the, and I'm serious about this, because you and I are going to focus on the uh, the emotion of the football team. But on some level, all those fans who went there and, Prayed at one Bills Plaza or whatever it's called, and who you know there were Bills fans that were at the game that went to the hospital. I wonder how much of the hey, listen, since we're a small community, we battled through snowstorms, we're battling through this. Here's your guy Hamlin. Turn around for thirty seconds of him, or even if it's him just there, and his dad is like, "Thank you for everything, Bills fans." Ah, yeah. Okay, Get so the peanut butter out there going crazy. <laughs> there's actually. I mean, this is the sick part of this sport because now you're talking about I need every advantage I can get emotionally, real or fake. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. So if he's able to talk, I think you're right. You're probably going to see a, a thank board. you from a big board. Thank you from DeMar Hamlin. And Bill's Mafia. I love you. Right. Yes. Then what you do, Gresh. Okay. Then what you do, it's uh, it's plain clothes on the field, coin toss before the game. You're actually walking out to the middle of the field. I don't know what they do. A lot of these stadiums, like Seattle, they do the whole 12th man. You know, here, they, they I don't know. What is it? All aboard? Is that what they do? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they play stupid. Crazy Train. Or crazy something. Train, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some other teams do uh, that. Song. What is it? Uh, in Minnesota, they do the whole horn. All oh, the skull. <laughs> the skull, right? 
Yeah, they do that. No, but they also have an ex-player come out and they blow that big freaking horn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. So other teams have it. So some other teams have like a, they have like a bell. Philly has a bell. Um, but <laughs> they I hit each other with. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna happen, Grush. But write it down, clip it. This is gonna happen. They're gonna. They're, I'm not writing it to like, hey, look at us, you know. But like, this is part. I say this is part of it. The right? immediate emotion. This is part of it. You, you know, you, and it's also just like to confirm, hey, guys, we're in this together. Look how united we are and look how close we are. Hey, look at fans, Bills Mafia. We're all in this together. You know, like look how much we've been through and we're still standing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Eight feet of snow. Now give me the table. Now let me jump through it. There you go. Light me on fire. Peanut butter. Well, don't go all ECW. I'll have to show you some old Extreme Championship wrestling because you were in the NFL wrestling other people back in the day. So, but the whole, you know, lighting yourself on fire, it is funny and it is trite. But those those fans are going to be whooped up. And are you feeling now like us in terms of the emotion is going to carry the Bills to an elite-type performance? Well, I thought if it if this didn't happen, I thought the Patriots are going to lose anyways. Um, comfortably, I thought they would lose. Um, uh, what's after comfortably? Like what's what's worse than that? Like, uncomfortably, uncomfortably. Yeah, it's gonna it's blow gonna be, out. It's gonna be uncomfortable for him. I do. Is this a is this a hold on? So you were thinking, let's say Bills win by ten to thirteen. Yeah, what do you that, think? Is that so, would that be comfortably? Well, no. Okay, so last last time they played, it was December first, whenever yeah. it was. The score was twenty four to ten. Right. It was. Uh, you it know, was seventeen seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So it was. Uh, you know, right, it was so, seven to three, and you're like, oh, okay, it's fourteen. Uh, the the Bills score fourteen points in the second quarter. So they were is they were toying, but the my felt I felt like they were toying with you. They were just like having you know like whatever. The, the, there's no threat there. We're not really freaking out about it. If we want to go all little Boston Bruins in the third period, okay, we'll have the killer instinct. We'll get a touchdown when we feel like we want one. I don't feel like I feel like they weren't as uh, as aggressive as they could have been. It's going to be different. Double that score, double it. Okay, I think that's what you're going to so get. So forty-eight to twenty. The one you know the game when I when I think of like atmospheres in Buffalo. I'll tell you what: if I, the it, Patriots give up forty-eight, I will eat my shoe. That's a lot for them. Do you think they're going to put their foot on the on the break? Uh, the Bills? Yeah. At some point, I think they might. Oh, because we're all in this together? No. Let's not embarrass our no, brother? The, that whole thing? The head coach will start to think about optics, I, how I, it looks like. I have to be prepared for scenarios I can't control. Meaning, if they're up, say they're up 30 to 10 in the early fourth quarter, why are you playing Josh Allen if you don't know you're definitely going to be the number one seed and get a bye? See, that's where the Bills are in a bit of a tricky spot. And I know you and I are going to unpack all the scenarios a little bit later on, but. I think Sean McDermott has to be aware of the guys that are dinged or that he wants to protect if they do get a big lead like that because it's not it's not automatic that the Bills are going to be the number one seed. If they knew they were, then I'm with you. Spite and malice but kicks is, in. Let's let's go is, run them over. It is a thirty burger though, right? Oh yeah. It is a so do you do you feel the same way I do? Do you feel like the, I don't the know small the maybe is big? But you say again? Yeah, I said I, I don't. You don't think the, the gap's that big? I know. I don't think the score will be as big as maybe you're predicting in terms of the gap. But yeah, I think the Bills are gonna. They beat they, 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 they the, the Bills beat the Patriots at home here in Foxborough, yeah. twenty four to ten. And the only reason why they, they got a, they got a field goal in the fourth quarter, okay, like a nothing point, a nothing kick. They couldn't move the ball at all. They had one good drive, and that was it. So and now you're telling me they're going to go 
back home where they care and they want to, you know, they want to like make send a message, not necessarily like we're one to be reckoned with, but just emotional message. It's going to be 36, 37, close to 40. They may not score a touchdown. Yeah, I'll tell you, I don't know about the Patriots defense completely collapsing, but let's get to you at 617-779-7937. We've got all kinds of news coming in. Damar Hamlin is doing great relative to his situation. Will the emotion carry the Bills to a blowout win over the Pats? We will continue with you next. WEEI, WEEI, New England Sports Original. This is Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And... Trying to take my life away. Maybe not a great choice. The Fourier Friday playlist in full effect, ladies and gentlemen. Send all your bitches on Twitter yeah, to at Christian Fourier. I tell you where to go on Instagram, but his wife doesn't want to hear it. So <laughs> I know we share an account. And it's private anyway, so I don't even care. We did, I did, I, it's just a family Instagram account. If you want to really bitch at me, you know, Why don't you do get the show. a real Instagram? I don't want you're, to manage you, it. You're always, you want to be one of the beautiful people. I, I don't want to manage my, it. No, I need to see myself on TV. Yeah. And it's like now, I mean, you can't just. I just want to watch, but I don't want to, I don't want to like create. I want to just want to watch everybody else's live. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to join in. You know, you, you were watcher. on me for not being a joiner in her yesterday. <laughs> Different though. <laughs> Your way is like. Yeah, it's like weird. Like you won't be into that, but you're totally into the other one. Well, be let's put it this way. Like I want to be like if, a. If I don't want to be a provider of content. If we were not in this business, would we really be on social media? I would never be on it. I probably wouldn't. I be don't either. have a Facebook right. account. I never have. I don't ever want one. Although I do look forward to the day of building up a base on both, and then once I don't do this anymore, really hammering people and just being rude and mean. Oh, okay. See, my thing was <laughs> turf <laughs> like that. <laughs> See, the Instagram thing is, the thing I don't like about Instagram, like, I like just, like, you know, it's an easy way to stay connected to my friends who I don't see. But then, sure as hell, one day, like, I was, like, scrolling through. And next thing you know, all these, like, like, like you know, half-naked women showed up, like, on our page. Joint joint page, okay? It's my page that I share with my wife. Oh. My daughter's in the background going, what are you looking at? I was like, whoa, I don't know. It just popped up. It legitimately just popped up. Like, it's hand to God. I have no idea the algorithms and how it works, but she must have been looking at bikinis or something. And sure as hell, all these like naked butts. You know, what's really coming funny? up, I was like, "Whoa, this!" Well, I'm just looking at Instagram. Meanwhile, if I come across one of those and I don't show my wife and say, "Hey, look at these things," I would get I would get chastised. See, like you say, if we're walking down, say if we're in the mall and yeah. we're walking down the mall and she's like talking to me or yeah. whatever, and I am listening, <laughs> but if I also see something that she would need to see yeah if you know what i mean yeah. naked junk right there i just kind of like nudge her and be like look over there yeah. she'll be like holy moses yeah. i feel the like the conversation comes right back I, up that's again. a good that's a good philosophy i feel like that's a nice little clever trick to make sure you don't get in hot water oh yeah i don't have to worry about that yeah I, well you know I have still little, i have little uh interpersonal skills on that end anyway <laughs> 
Like I'm the least, I'm the least <laughs> likely person well, to do anything wrong radio? like that. You're so antisocial that how are you providing so much content and opinions to people? You're it's a it's a social job because I'm working with three people that I like. Mm. Otherwise, you're talking into wait. There's four people here. Wait, who's you're, the, am you're, I the guy that you don't like? Or is it one? Two? No, I said I'm working with three that I like. <laughs> I don't like myself. I don't <laughs> include myself in that. Come on, now you should know Self better. Self-loathing. There you go. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven Bills and the Patriots on Sunday. Me and Keith and uh, Tom Kern will be aboard as well. WEEI football Sunday begins at ten a.m. and of course you can catch Foyer on WBZ TV at ten or eleven thirty. Yeah. Excuse me, so that you can stare at him staring at himself in mm-hmm. a camera. Yep, always uh, look at the monitor. Let's go to Eddie in the car first up today. Regression Foyer. Hello, Ed. Hey guys, how are you? Christian, you're beautiful. It just popped up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, um, I let me tell you, nobody knows how Buffalo's going to respond against the Patriots. I mean, these guys were what happened to them. They went through something that was extremely emotional. These guys may not be ready to play football. I mean, it's easy to say. And by the way, you know me, I'm not a big Patriot fan right now. I'm not happy with them. But the Patriots actually could go down there and literally shock them because until they show us how they're going to respond to what happened to them last week, none of us know. You know what, I Eddie, I can't I, – I, I understand the essence of what you're trying to say, but I can't buy it. This was different. And, and we've got the audio for you. Watching Josh Allen yesterday and Sean McDermott as well. Sean McDermott to me looks looks like a emotionless, heartless, I'm just an NFL coach, this is what I do when I don't do anything else, and da-da-da. Even that guy showed humanity yesterday. And Josh Allen was broken up still talking about it. It affected this football team in such a way that there's no way they don't get an emotional bounce. Now... Does it last a quarter? Does it last two, three, all four? Do they continue to lay the hammer down on the Patriots if they get a big lead? All of that stuff factors into the end result. But to think that in the first quarter there might not be an overthrow (laughs) or maybe a missed tackle because everybody is so jacked up, I I can't buy that. It's going to be fine. I I am like, listen, I I agree with you, but I'm going to put it on focused – uh, game plan is pretty simple. We're all vets. We're really good, anyways. We know how to beat this. We know team. we we listen. We own. They own the Patriots. They own them. You, you, if you just go back to the last three games, going back to the last playoff game and the last regular season game last season when they didn't punt, and even in the first game, December first at Patriot Place. I mean, the running joke was one of the Bills going to punt. Sure as hell, they punted sometime in like the second quarter, and it was like, oh, right. holy punted everybody. And then they got a turnover, yeah. and then they got more, and it was like, holy cow. We're going to continue breaking down this game. How much do you think emotion plays into it? And we will let you hear from Josh Allen. How emotional is it, even as of yesterday in Buffalo? Well, the Josh Allen comments say it all. Gresham Foyer, Hour 2 on a Fourier Playlist Friday next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.